people. I said, everybody. Oh, that's way better. That's way better. You guys want to stand up so we can do a song together? Is that okay? All right. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty and so much stronger? The King of glory, the King above all kings. Takes the whole earth with holy thunder and leaves us breathless and all in wonder. The King of glory, the King above all kings. Let's sing this together tonight. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. done for me who brings our chaos back into order who makes the orphan a son and daughter the king of glory king above all With truth and justice Shines like the sun in all of its brilliance The King of glory The King above all kings Let's say this is amazing grace This is amazing grace This is unfailing love Failing love. 
Jesus I sing for all that you've done for me. So sing that one more time. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. to Stratford Heights, the mix. Turn to somebody and say, you're all mixed up. We are delighted to have you here tonight. Thank you for coming. Thank you to Celebrate Recovery for providing and serving pizza tonight for the mix. Let's give it up for them. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for serving us tonight. It's going to be a good night. The Lord is here. John Henderson is here, is in the house. We love Johnny. If you don't know John, John was raised up in our church. He's one of our boys. He's done well for himself. The Lord has called him out. He's living now in Bremen, Georgia. He is there as the minister of music, praise and worship pastor for the, it's the Covenant Life Church. And we're so proud of him. I'm proud of him. He's doing a fantastic job there and God is using him in a great way. Turning Georgia upside down is what he's doing. You can clap right there because that's awesome. But we're proud of him and, and excited that he's up in Ohio. Him and I have been able to spend a little time together, and he's just been up here on what he calls a, a leadership development week. He's just meeting with all kinds of different leaders and pastors, and they're pouring into him, and he's just doing exactly like we raised him to do. I'm proud of him for that. But we love him. What's that? That's what I'm talking about. We love him and, and we miss him and Shannon, his beautiful wife, one of our one of our young ladies as well, and, and their beautiful daughter Maddie. And they're all down in Georgia. I'm sure they are talking like this by now. And uh, we're proud of them and happy they're here tonight. I want you to get out. Now listen, I don't want you to just do what we normally do. I want you to get out, find at least ten people that you don't even know their name. And don't be offended if somebody says, I'm sorry, what's your name? Don't be offended. This is a night when we want to get to know each other. And if you don't know the person that you're looking at or somebody that you've met, and you can also shake hands with people you know, but I want you to get out right now on purpose, find 10 people that you need to ask in their name and shake their hand and let them know they're in the right place tonight because they are at the mix. Thank you. 
You can be seated. We are going to go into our offering time. You can be seated, if you will. We're going to go into our offering time. I had some wonderful uh, history and some things to talk about, John, and uh, Pastor Ray covered those very thoroughly. So, all right. But anyhow, uh, we met John. If you can believe it, we met John when he was probably about 12 years old on the basketball court here in town. And uh, he just became a part of us and fill in all the history that the pastor has given us. He's here tonight as our special guest, and we're going to take up the offering tonight for him. Like we said, he's come all the way from Georgia to be a part of us, to bless us. We want to be a blessing to him. All right, let's pray tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we honor you and thank you, God, for your faithfulness that we've heard all through today. God, we thank you for the future of our church, the new building over, over here and the new building at Clayton Street. We just thank you for the ministry and the work that you're doing. God, we believe and know that you're faithful, moving and working. John is with us tonight. I just pray that you bless him and his family and his ministry. God, he's a product of your faithfulness through this local building. God, we just pray that you would bless and move tonight in a wonderful way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Seems like we've just been talking for 10 straight minutes now. Um, well, listen, I just want to let you know I'm here. I didn't come here to entertain tonight. So if you would, as soon as that offering plate goes by, if you're comfortable enough to stand up and join me in worship tonight, and I'm going to do some songs that I've written and some of this stuff you may not know. But we all know that when we get to church and when we're together as a body, we're not singing because of the song. See, God's already done enough for me in my life. I can never hear a good song ever again. And I can still praise Him. Amen? So I'm just going to ask you guys to get maybe a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning. And I'm going to encourage you to sing as loud as you can and to connect with God as much as you can tonight. Amen? Is that okay? All right. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper. 
whispers of love in the dead of night and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone you're a good good father it's who you are it's who you are it's who you are and I'm loved by you it's who I am it's who I am, it's who I am, you're a good, good father. It's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, far and wide but I know that we're all searching for answers only you provide because you know just what we need before we say a word you're a good good father it's who you are it's who you are it's who you are and I'm loved by you It's who I am It's who I am It's who I am You're a good, good father It's who you are It's who you are It's who you are and I'm loved by you It's who I am It's who I am It's who I am you're perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. To us, you are. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect. It's who you are, it's who you are, and 
was nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare your our living hope. Your presence, Lord. Let's sing this together. Say, I taste it and sing. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. In your presence, Lord, and Holy Spirit, in Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close nothing can compare you're our living hope oh your presence lord i, I wish somebody understood me tonight when i'm singing this i've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves when my heart beats comes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord, say Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and the atmosphere. Your glory is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence Lord and Holy Spirit you are welcome here come from this place and fill the atmosphere your glory God is what our hearts long for overcome by your presence Lord your presence Lord let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware 
of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Let's sing that one more time. Say, Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by it. Let's sing that one more time. Say, Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome Come fly this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your love. Oh, your presence. Your presence, It's not just only about the presence. It's about other things. Man, I hope we as Christians never get to the point where God's presence isn't important. I can't tell you how many dark times I've been in how many things I've been going through. What got me through wasn't a good book. It wasn't Ray talking to me. It wasn't Richard or Gary talking to me. Sometimes what got me from here to there was God's presence. And I just want to encourage you to never lose sight of that tonight. Let's sing that one more time. Say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Amen. Amen. God, we thank you so much tonight. You made these hands. What should they build for you? If you made these feet, where should they go for you? If you made this heart. love for you if you made these 
What should I sing to you that I'm yours? I'm yours. Everything I am belongs to you, and I'm yours. I'm yours. Everything I have, nothing less is yours.
have to apologize. Excuse me for crying. I, I just can't help it. If you really kind of knew where I came from and knew what I've been through, this would probably make sense to you. But if you ever got to a point in life where you say, God, I'm so tired of holding back from you. I'm so sick of not giving you everything of who I am. Have you ever got to a point in life where you can't move from where you are? I was right there. God said, the reason you can't move is because I don't have all of you. Because you're valuable enough to have. See, the problem was I didn't see that I was valuable enough to be wanted. And God came in and he said, no, no, no. I made you. I died for you. You're more than valuable enough. There's not enough gold. There's not enough silver. Nothing can match your worth to God. So if you struggle with that feeling of not being wanted. That's what this is for. That's why it says this. It goes, I'm yours. I'm yours. And everything I am belongs to you. And I'm yours. I'm yours. Everything I have and nothing less. And I'm yours. I'm yours, everything I am belongs to you, and I'm yours, I'm yours, everything I have and nothing less is yours, all yours. Take a moment tonight and explain to God how much you want to give him. I'm yours, God. Every part of me. I'm not holding back nothing. I'm not holding back, God. Father, everything is yours. I'll go where you want me to go, God. I'll say what you want me to say, God. And I'll love who you want me to love, God. I'll make room for whoever you want in this house, God. I'll make room in my life for you, God. I'm yours, and I'm yours, and I'm yours, and I'm yours, every part of me, God, everything I have, God, everything I own, God, it's all yours. Yours, God. Oh, 
keeping secrets from you, God. Search the dark places of my heart, God. Lord, help my pride tonight, Father. I just pray for a fresh anointing, Lord, a fresh wind, God, not just this church, but the people in this church, Father. Lord, people who've been shut up to you, people who've been closed off to you, God. I pray that you open our hearts back to the Father. Lord, I'm to help. I pray that you help our passion to burn bright for you, God. Lord, help us to not be stuck. Help us to move forward tonight, God. We know you want us, Father. We know that you love us, Jesus. God, but help us understand even deeper how much you care about every part of our life, God. Because we're yours. One more. 
where I'm at said something really profound a couple Sundays ago. He said, God is infinite. The smallest part of God would be all of God. So we ask for more of God sometimes. We're asking for the wrong thing. What we want We want God to do more for us. We want God to do more in this church, more in our lives, more for this community, and more for the people that live here. We want, we want to see your miracles, your wonders, your signs, God. And we sit back and we wait for God to do it. But what he does is based on the sacrifice that you've made. Sometimes this is what God says to us. I want more He wants more of us Amen You guys remember the song that goes You are We don't have a choir, so let's do this. We'll do this song, and you'll be the choir tonight, okay? All right? Okay. Saw the Lord Seated on the throne He was clothed in glory Salts it high in the strain of his robe, it filled the temple, and the angels gathered round him. 
Okay, if I sing that second verse again. Woe is me.
quietly before the Lord. Just sing from your spirit tonight. You Sing it as a whisper from your soul tonight. lift up your hands just give him honor and praise let him breathe on you let him touch your heart he's renewing right now he's refreshing you right now he doesn't want anything from you in this moment he's trying to give back to you let him bless you let him strengthen you let him pour into your soul tonight it's like taking a drink of cold beautiful water we honor your presence tonight, Jesus. We thank you so much for all that you've done for us, God. You, you don't leave us abandoned to this world, to its life, styles. And you don't leave us, Lord. You carry us. You hold us. You strengthen us. You breathe on us, Jesus. As you breathe the breath of life into Adam when you made him just a clay vessel, you gave him life, Lord. Breathe on us tonight. You've come in here, you're weary, you're tired, you've had a rough couple of weeks. And you just need God to refresh you in your spirit. Let him touch you right now. I feel the Spirit of God wants to, get, wants to break through all of your efforts, all of your hard work. Stop. Let God breathe on you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah with strength in the inner man the Bible talks about we honor your presence tonight Jesus we honor the spirit of the Lord that's here tonight to minister to us the Bible says when Jesus had gone through the wilderness those 40 days and nights said the Holy Spirit ministered the angels were sent of God to minister to him. God wants to minister to you right where you are. You've got a, a big week ahead of you. You've got things to face and things you've got to take care of. Situations that you left from last week that you've got to pick right back up tomorrow morning. The Lord wants you to feel his strength tonight. You're holy. You're holy. Do you love him tonight? You can make some noise there. Do you love him tonight? Turn to somebody and said, turn to somebody and say, you're in the right place right now. And turn to somebody, turn to somebody else, look at him and say, you never know when you're standing right in the middle of a miracle. seated.
again, thank you. Thank you, John. Would you give it up for John? Are you glad he came up to be with us tonight? And uh, how many of you think it's real hot in here tonight? How many think it's hot? Okay, I thought so. Sorry, we had Robinson Heating out here trying to fix this thing. Apparently, we've not got it right yet, so we'll work on that this week. We'll make it a top priority to make sure we get that taken care of. But we, uh, we love you tonight. We appreciate you being here. So thankful that John came all the way up from Bremen, Georgia, was here this week, and that he fit tonight in with us. I'm so thankful for him. Proud of him, too. Aren't you glad that one of our own has grown up to be able to lead people in worship tonight? Isn't that great? Some of the things I want to tell you about Mix real quick before we get into the message tonight is give you a little bit of insight on where we're headed and what's going on. Number one, the Sunday school class, uh, the Mix Sunday school class has been going great. Uh, man, they're, they're packing it out every week. It, it seems like more and more people are joining every, every Sunday morning. It's at 930. You want to find the room back over here. I think it's room 302. 302. Everybody say 302. 302, that's the mix, Sunday school class. Also want you to know we're going to be planning a couple more events, especially some fall events. We've got a real cool one uh, that we've got on the uh, planning board that we're going to be make, letting you know about right away. Uh, also, talk to, I want to talk to several of you about joining our team and being a part of the mix, um, kind of the admin group, the team that helps us to put things together. I want a different group for events and different group for different things. We're going to be working on a small group ministry for the fall so that you can, you can uh, sign up and join a small group. I, I believe I am the more and more that I study it and I talk to others, I am more and more convinced all the time that small group ministry in the busy, busy lives of people today are where we need to focus a lot of our attention because people are so busy today. And it's just not like it was 10 years ago for me or 20 years ago. It's just not the same. We can beat a dead horse if we want to, but people are not being taught. They're not being discipled by the old means. And so it's right for us to seek whatever methods we can to get the word. into. How many of you know it's right to put the word of God into people? You know, and it's not that we tell them, you know, here, here's our little bucket. you got to come drink at this time in this way, and that's the only way you're going to get it. it. It's up to us as a church. Our message is always sacred. Look at somebody and say, message sacred. And mix is very interactive, so if you don't like talking to people, you might want to move. Amen. <laughs> we got somebody walking out right now. No, I'm kidding. The message is sacred. We don't touch the message of Christ, the message of Calvary and the blood of Jesus Christ, but we do. I, I am all about finding every positive, wonderful, new method that we can in order to disciple our people. Can I get an amen out of anybody? Okay. It's important that we do that. So small groups is going to be hitting the mix, and I want you to sign up for a small group. So you'll be getting that information right away. You know, I, I made you say this. Tonight, the mission is on, or the mix is on mission. I want to go back and, and talk about what we're here for and why we're doing this ministry. It's very important to me that we have a ministry to our young adult and to the young adults in our congregation. It's vital and essential in the day that we're living. We've got to reach out to them. We have ministries for every other area in our church, and this is something that's important. I want you to know, young adults, those of you who are here and those of you who are watching online, 
I want you to know that we need you. We need you to be a part of this. We need you to connect with Bix. We're, how many of you know we're not giving up on it in any way, shape, or form? We're going to keep going until this thing is just exploding. And I, I am a guy who's driven by results. So I am the guy. I want to see 700 young adults in this service. So I'm not going to stop until we do. So I need help. I need you. I need you to help me be a part. I don't, this is not a spectator sport. Are y'all tired? I would have thought the young adult service would be a whole lot more riled up than this. Oh, that was kind of lame. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sometimes you can be right in the middle of a miracle and not even know it. Think about that for a minute. Sometimes you can be right in the middle of a miracle and not even realize it can be right smack dab in the center of God's plan for this planet and not even realize what's going on around you. What a shame it would be if we ended up in heaven standing before the throne of God. And I used to say this years ago, and it used to drive me crazy, and I used to pray about this. I don't ever want to be standing before the throne of God and the Lord say, you made it, you're in. Come on, get across that finish line, here you go, you're in. I don't want to just make it. I'm not interested in just crossing the line. When I get there, I want to know that every potential that I was invited to or given opportunity for, that I literally found it, sought it out, and I, and I did everything in my power to move into it. I want to know that I am doing everything that God wants done. I don't want him to ever look at me and say, come on in, you just made it. But let me show you something, man. If you just believed me for the mountains, if you just believed me through the valleys, if you would have just hung on and endured like a good soldier, if you would have sought out some of the opportunities that I had for you, this is what I had for you. And I, I envisioned in my own life just a mountain of potential miracles and awesome feats and things that God had for me, I don't ever want to be that person. When I go in before the throne, I want him to see me and know that I have accomplished what he set out for me to do. The words of Paul come ringing into my head. Paul, Kyle, who said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I did everything that I was called to do. I did everything that the Lord had for me to do. I prayed it through. I sought it out. I found it through discernment and revelation. I found out what God's ordered steps were for my life, and I stepped into every one of them. That's what I want for my life. And I hope that you're challenged tonight that that's what you want. We're on mission. And for young adults in our church, I know, I, I want you to feel like this is yours. This is your ministry. It's not me and it's not our church it's it's not us just doing something and you guys can you know just look at it from the outside I want you to feel like this is your ministry I want your input I want your ideas I want your thoughts I want you to tell me what's good about it and what's bad about it I want you to tell me what's working and what's not working I want you to communicate with me and let me know God is doing something in our church I don't want to miss it the favor that I talked about this morning with the Clayton Street Mission and all that God's doing with the bulldozers out here on the field. Look, if you're not sniffing it out and understanding, let me just clue you in on something. The favor of the Lord doesn't just come accidentally. 
God's favor is something that he bestows. It's something he gives. And when we see the favor of God like we're seeing right now, it's time for all of us to shake ourselves and look at who we are in Christ and get involved in it. There's no room for anybody who wants to just float on down the river. There's no room for anyone in our congregation to just get on a lazy uh, uh, inner tube and just float down through the river and sing the songs of Huckleberry Finn. This is not what we're called to do. Gary's already humming a, a Huckleberry Finn song even as we speak. We're called, to, we're called to be intense. We're called to be soldiers. We're called to war. We're called to be busy. We're not called. I, I, I wrestle. I wrestle constantly. But Lord, are we doing enough? I don't like status quo. I don't think he's a status quo God. I said I don't think he's a status quo God. I think God does things excellently. I looked out at the sky tonight, those thunderclouds and the lightning that was coming and the thunder that was roaring, and I thought, my goodness, Lord, you don't do anything halfway. God don't do anything halfway. God don't lazy down the river at no time. He is absolutely a God who is on fire for absolute excellence. God wants excellence in everything that he's a part of. He's giving us opportunities to do some big things. What I talked about this morning is not pie in the sky for your staff to continue working on. It's not just another job for us to do as a, as a staff. It's something that this church has got to embrace and got to get behind because we'll never do it otherwise. There's no way we can talk about a Clayton Street mission, an absolute dream center in Middletown where we are literally becoming famous for God because of the servanthood and because of the serving that's happening and the way that we're meeting needs in this community. There's no way we're going to do it halfway. I'm not satisfied if it's not famous. Somebody says, wow, really? Egomaniac, aren't you? No, I'm not. I've just come to realize that God don't do anything average. God don't do anything just halfway. God does it all or nothing. God does everything good in my life. He's never let me down, not one minute. Never failed me one minute. I'm not satisfied to just get through the day and clock out at four o'clock. I'm not happy with any pastoral staff member or any director or leader who has that mentality. I want us to understand we are doing the business of God. I'm telling you, in the earth, the church is the headquarters for the universe. Oh, you ain't even hearing me tonight. Thank you. Amen. We are the church. When Jesus was looking at the disciples and looked to Peter and looked to them and said, man, who do you say that I am? Peter jumping up, one of my fame, I love to act this out. I love to be in some drama theater production where I get to jump up and say, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. God, 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 God. I would love to, I am what? I'm in, I'm in. I'm in this year, all right? You are, you are the son of the living God. And Jesus looked at him and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And he said, Your name is Peter, Cephas, Rock. 
And on that truth, on me as the rock, he said, I'm going to build my church. Now listen, that makes for good shouting on Sunday morning. But it goes much deeper than that. Much deeper than that. You are his church. When he was talking to Peter, he was talking about you. He was talking about our youth ministry. He was talking about the mix. He was talking about Stratford Heights. He's talking about every child of God in this building tonight. You are the church. You're what he was referring to. When Isaiah was writing about the church in Isaiah 54, and he was talking about the church and get, telling her all be some beautiful things I'm going to read to you in just a second, he was seeing down the road. He was prophetically seeing the church down the road. How do we know he wasn't Caleb looking at you? He was seeing a gallant, excellent, amazing church. We have no right to ever walk in here and just barely get through the service. We have no business ever coming into this house casual, looking to the clock to see when is that preacher going to let us out. We have no business coming into the house of God and not absolutely being on the edge of our seat ready for whatever God has declared to give to us for this hour. We are the church. What he's doing in this planet, what he's doing in this universe, he has chosen us to do it. Yet so many times it's all about us, isn't it? It's about us, our plans. God doesn't say, I know the plans that you have for you. Plans to prosper you and have high recognition and to be famous in the world and to have a great name and to be rich and to be noted as a huge success. He said, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans that I have for you. God's given us opportunity to do this dream center in Middletown. It's not going to be a little project. It's not for the weary of heart. It's not for those who are easily tired and grumpy and complainers. It's not for you. Stay home. Eat ice cream and just be cool. Don't gossip about us and don't try to tear us down, but get out of our way. Come on now. You're not in it? That's fine. Just be quiet. Pastor's allowed to say that. Don't be in our way. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take people with energy and vision, unrelenting attitude. It's going to take people that are on mission. It's going to take people that are part of the house, that are wanting to move forward, don't have ideologies and dreams of grander grasses or fields far away, they are saying, no, pastor, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to move forward. As you said, I'm ready to do whatever I got to do to be a part of whatever God is doing in this city. He has a plan for Middletown. Don't you think he don't? 
God has a plan, a design for this community. And he wants us either in or out. And there's a lot of churches that are churches in name only, but God doesn't even have their address. Because they don't care about his plan. They only care about their agenda. But we've got to be on mission for what God has for us. For what God is doing through us and in us. Supernatural, wonderful things will take place as we begin to truly dedicate ourselves to the cause of Christ. Miraculous things. I'm on a roll right now. I've been praying for six months that God would give us a building. It was hilarious. It was nuts. It was crazy. People laughed at me. But I'll get, I'll get to go down in history as the nutso pastor that wouldn't let go of a dream. And I can't count how many times I got on my knees and I said, God, if it's you, give it to us. And as I've said before and I said this morning, people don't give us buildings. They don't give you buildings and property. They don't do that. They sell it at any cost. If they're only going to get a couple thousand bucks, they're not going to give it to you. I'll never forget the words of Pastor Dave when he called me on the phone. He said, every time I walk in that building, I can't get your face out of my head. I said, thank you, God. Every time I got down and said, by faith, Lord, if it's you, I believe you can give it to us. I believe you can give it to us free. I believe, God, they'll give it to us. And that guy said, I don't know. All I know is that if you're going to turn it into a mission, if you're going to turn it into something, I have to. I, he said his words. He said, I can't stand in the way. He said, Pastor, I'm giving you the building. I'm writing it over to you. Property, deed, title, all of it free and clear. And God gave that in answer to faith. Faith. God is sitting there looking at all of us saying, will you believe me? Will you believe me for great things? You plan it out. You strategize it. You think it out. You restrict yourself. You limit yourself. You limit everybody else. You plan for small. You plan for little God says, will you please believe me for huge? Will you please believe me for big? God says, have you seen my universe? Have you seen my stars and my planets? Have you seen what I've done? Josh, have you been out there and looked at the night sky? Have you looked at the things that he's created and we have the audacity to limit him and put him in a little box of denomination? Limit him in theologies? Make him small? To so many people, God is so little. God is so little. He's no bigger than an opening song and a liturgy. God says, will you believe me? I can heal. I can provide. I can do the impossible. I can do things you haven't even dreamed of yet. So I need you to get alone with me and let me pour some vision inside your heart. Because you can't even imagine what I can do if you will just believe me. 
I'm so excited tonight. What God has done in my heart has given me faith. I mean, I've had faith, but I'm telling you, my faith is huge. I'm asking for all kinds of things now. You guys think Clayton Street, the old building, that church, or us building out here. Boy, Pastor, you believe the Lord for those big things. I haven't even started. <laughs> haven't even started. It's not going to be anything for us to take hold of what God's already started and what is already done. Move and get that done. And then we're going to challenge ourselves to the next big project. We're going to move forward. And we're going to keep moving forward until finally we hear a trumpet. And when I hear that trumpet, I'm going to be like Paul. I'm going to say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I'm done. And then I'm going to get to heaven. And when I get to heaven, right now, right now, I feel like when that, when that call came through and that pastor gave us that building, I felt like there was a whole crowd of witnesses in Hebrews. The Bible says, seeing then that you are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run this race. Because we got folks standing in the balconies of heaven cheering us on. Right about the time that guy called me on the phone, I could see loved ones. I could see my mama standing on the balcony going, baby, look at that. Keep going. Don't stop now. He's a big God. He's a big God. He can do whatever you need him to do. If you've got dreams and visions inside you, don't stop and limit him to your finite thinking. I love what you said. God's infinite. God's got to be careful. You say, what? God don't have to be careful. God's got to be careful. Because when he said, let there be light, light just kept going. Kept creating. Kept appearing. Kept coming. They tell us the universe is expanding at unbelievable vast amounts of stars that are birthed every single day several times during the day stars there will be more stars tomorrow morning than there were last night and there'll be more a week from now than you and I could ever count because God spoke it and he never said stop he never said stop and God looks at us and he says will you believe me for big things. I'm there. I'm believing him for big things. I want him to know I am serious about faith. I'm serious about doing not just the status quo. I don't want to come in here on Sunday and it be okay for us to just run through a little memorial service for Jesus and us get out and decide where we're going to go eat. And we just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. I want to move into the wildernesses of this world. I want to move into the highways and the byways. I want to keep discovering just how big and how amazing and awesome God is. I want him to know I'm serious about my relationship with him. I want him to know I'm serious about my walk with him. I want the, guess what? I want the devil to know I'm serious. You know, the devil loves to tiptoe into your life and try to stop you. Come in and try to tempt you. Try to take things away from you. He wants so bad to destroy. He want, he'll send the wrong person. Looking in your eyes, some sweet little thing batting her eyes. Come on, baby. 
<laughs> Claim it by faith, brother. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not going to let nothing detour me. Are you kidding me? I come this far. I'm not letting anything detour me. By the grace and the help of God, I'm going to stand the course. I'm going to finish my race. And I'm not going to, I ain't going to let no little devil walking around here try to tempt me to get off track with God. I'm not going to let anything this world has to offer. I don't need peace in a bottle. I don't need it in a pill. I don't need it playing around with the lifestyles of this world. I'm not out there wrestling every day with, oh, God, I'm just trying to be victorious. That old devil, man, he's just throwing all them temptations at me. Man, you have come too late. I already found that the blood is my overcoming strength, and I have victory in Jesus, and I am an overcomer, and there ain't a devil, and there ain't a human being on the face of this earth that's going to rock my world. You know why? Not because of who I am, but because the God who is huge and great and mighty, that God is leading me every step of my way. You've got to have that same determination. Nothing's going to hinder you. Nothing's going to stop you. The Bible says, what doth hinder you? What is the sin that so easily besets you? We gotta get ourselves in order, ladies and gentlemen. We gotta get ourselves back on a on a deal where we understand God expects from us. Am I allowed to say stuff like this in 2015? You can't fill your life full of the devil's junk and the devil's wares and his alcohol and his drugs and his sex and his messy lifestyles. You can't do that and think you got any attention or you got any audience with God. I said it. You can't do that. We have to mean business with God because he's a a well-established authority in this universe. We've got to stay focused. We have to stay on fire for God. we got to show this world that there is power. We sing it. There's power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain, break every chain. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. Beautiful song. We sing a lot of that stuff. And then we walk out of here and everybody down the street that lives near us, or anybody that works with us, anybody talks to us, our family all sits back and goes, ain't no power in their life. What are they singing about? I'm telling you we got to see how big a God he is, how an amazing God he is, and how he wants us to be intimately close to him. There's nothing more beautiful tonight than I was seeing my boy, my son, in ministry, watching him cry. He apologized, and I wanted to jump up and say, don't you dare apologize. You're leading me into the presence of God in your tears. God has caught each one of them and put them in a bottle with your name on it. God wants intimacy with us, but we limit him because we are so worldly. So worldly. Our attention, our minds are on so many worldly things. If we'll ever see God for who he is. It says in Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 2, and I'm going to get ready to close in a minute. Enlarge the place of your tent 
Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. I want you to close your eyes for a minute, right where you're sitting. Do not hold back. Man, I feel the Spirit of God. Someone needs that challenge tonight. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. That chapter in Isaiah 54, Isaiah was seeing the church. If you read that in context, you read chapter 53 and you know he's talking about the Messiah. He says, for he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of his peace was upon us and by his stripes were healed. And then in the very next chapter, Isaiah sees the church. He says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. And then if you jump in context to the very next chapter. The very next chapter, Isaiah 55. You see it all coming around. Because the writer then says, oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me, says the Lord. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Oh God, help us tonight. You've made the provision. You gave us the Savior. The Savior died on the cross when he died on the cross and gave up that ghost that day. And he said, it is finished. Lord, the blood that spilled was there for the salvation of people. It was there for the birth of the church. And Lord, we, those recipients recipients of your mercy and your grace, we stand now as the church age, waiting, longing for your, for your call, waiting for you to call us home. But in the meantime, you have declared to us, lengthen your cords, expand your horizons, broaden out, your borders. Dig a bigger ditch because I'm ready to pour out the rain. God wants to do great and mighty things for us. Mix Stratford Heights. I'm challenging us as a congregation, as a body of believers in this community that we do not get satisfied, that we do not get compromising or complacent that we don't allow ourselves to get boring and that we don't allow ourselves to get too tired that we once again look out at that sky 
look at that morning sunrise and once again we remember what it was like the night we got saved I'll never forget I went home sitting in my car I cried all the way home I got to my house I went to my room I shut the door I got down on my knees by my bed I remember crying out to God I said Lord I had no idea it would feel like this this is the best thing that has ever happened to me Lord, I can't thank you enough. And I laid in my bed and I sang songs until I fell asleep. That was the night that he saved me. I don't ever want to forget what he's done for me. I don't ever want to get off track and get religious and get stagnant, get stale and cold. I want to remember what he's done and who he is and how far he reached down for me. And I want to be the church. And I want to be one who is a witness and an example to those around me because I see the hurting. I see the lost. They're all around us. I see them everywhere I go and they look so lost. They look so empty. They have no hope. They have no answers. We have it inside of us, yet we spend more time fussing and griping about each other. We spend more time concerned about the menial, tedious tasks of this world than we do the sheep wandering around, scattered, weary, and tired. Sheep that have no shepherd. Help us to see the value and who God is and the mission that is before us. Let us receive the challenge tonight. Let us receive with beauty in our hearts the challenge before us to step up, to move out, and to do more because we are God's headquarters. We are on mission. God has a plan, and we're either in or we're out. But I believe tonight there are many of you that want to be in. Lord, I want to be in. I want in. I, I got texts this afternoon. I can't count how many of them. People sending me texts about the Clayton Street mission idea. And they said, they said, Pastor, we're all in. One whole family went over to Clayton Street this afternoon and prayed over the building. Sent me a text, sent me pictures of the family. And then they looked, they sent me the text. They said, we're all in. Our whole family, just tell us where to be. Other texts, people say, I'm all in. Pastor, I'm all in. Count me in. I'm in the number. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. People are ready to do it. I believe you're ready tonight. If you're all in, and you're all in on what God wants for you, I want you to stand and meet me in this altar. I want you to get up and get out of your seat and come to the front as quickly as you can. You're not waiting on anyone around you. In the name of Jesus tonight, God has a great plan. Don't forget we're standing. We're standing. We're on the field now. We're in the World Series now. But don't forget the stands are full of witnesses. People cheering us on. Go Stratford. I believe all the early members of our church, perhaps even D.A. Biggs and Haskell Jenkins, these folks are standing on the balconies of heaven. Go Stratford. I remember my fasts. I remember my prayers. I remember the torch when I was carrying it. Go, Stratford. Don't stop. Go deeper. Keep going. Don't quit now. Oh, you have no idea how close 
we are to the coming of the Lord. Don't stop now. Keep going. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't stop now. Don't give in now. Don't let the cold and indifference of this life and this world and all of its garbage, don't let it keep you down. Don't let it shut you down. Suffocate the faith in you. Don't let it keep you away. Oh, give your heart afresh and brand new. Every one of us tonight, right where you're standing, would you lift your hands? This isn't for me to lead right now. I want you to just begin to talk to God. Renew your commitment. Renew your dedication. Let God have his way in your life again. Open up the door that's been slammed shut. Open up the door that is so cold. Open up the heart that has been so, so dry. Oh, God is speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to dry bones in this house tonight. Hallelujah. He's speaking. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The breath of life is being poured out. Glory, glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What you're doing is important. What you're doing right now is very important. It's not an emotional thing. What's happening right now in the spiritual realm is you're being made alive as you've never been before. You may have come in here tonight on fire, and maybe God had you all wrapped up, but you just, the intensity of the heat just turned up. God's causing us to be alive as we've never been before. He's challenging us to move into a place we've never been before. He wants you to get your eyes off yourself, off your own agendas and your own plans. He wants you to trust in Him. He wants you to be a part of His plan. And He's here tonight to empower you and make it so. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Father, we come to you tonight. Lord, I bring every man, every woman, and boy and girl in this house to you, and I thank you. I thank you for the challenge that comes from your word. Help us, Jesus. Help us to move like we've never moved. Help us, God, to, to search out your ways, to see you for how big you are, how amazing you are, how awesome you are. There's no problem we have to live with. There's nothing, no, no hang up. We got to cuddle and coddle in our lives. There's nothing we got to hang on to. Lord, we can let it all go tonight because you are a big God. You're able to instantaneously heal us. You're able to instantly touch us. You're able to empower us in this moment. We leave this house. We are changed by the power of God. We thank you for this truth because you're a big God. You're an awesome, mighty God. We surrender. We surrender. Would you do, would you say that with me? So we surrender. We surrender to you, Jesus. In the name of the Lord. 
thank you, Father. Now lead us from this place. Touch us fresh and brand new and lead us from this place to impact and make a difference everywhere we go. May this service, Lord, be something that sparks something in our church. Let it be something that sparks a revival like we've never had before. Let people, Lord, hear about what happened in this place tonight. Let them be sorry. Lord, I wish I'd been there. I wish I'd gone. I hadn't. I stayed home. I let the enemy sour me. I just stayed at the house. Lord, let them hear about how people were made alive and dry bones were put, life was in, put into them. Breath of God was placed over them. Let them hear and see that from this moment, God, something miraculous took place in our church. I pray this in the name of Jesus, and I give you honor, and I give you glory. I want you to turn around right now. I want you to find someone else to pray for. I want you to just pray a closing prayer over them. I want you to find a partner, somebody you can pray for, to lay your hands on them and pray for them. And about you right now, you just take the time, have faith to pray for someone else right there beside you. Don't let any, look around. Don't let anybody stand by themselves. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we surrender, Lord. Holy Spirit, we give ourselves fresh and brand new to you. Oh, oh, we surrender, Jesus. We surrender, Lord, everything, 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 oh, oh, Jesus, we're your people, Lord, we're your people, Lord, we belong to you. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Hallelujah. He's here. Hallelujah. He's here. Oh, oh. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Breathe on us, Holy Spirit. Breathe on us, Holy Spirit. I want, before we leave tonight, here. All you couples, I want all the couples to find each other. I want you to look in each other's eyes just for a minute. Just find your, find your mate there. If you're dating them, find them. If you're engaged, find them. If you're married, definitely find them. Look into their face right now. Take the time. Look in their face. Don't you tell them that you love them. Father, I pray over every marriage in this house. Pray over every love affair that's going on, God. 
between a man and a woman who's been married. Pray that you will touch their home, that you'll touch their, their love together, that you'll minister, Lord, to them. May they see each other, and I pray for instant butterflies, God. It may have been many years since they felt the butterflies. I pray that the butterflies will be renewed in them. I pray, God, they'll get nervous and their palms will sweat when they see one another. I pray, God, for a romantic love. I pray in the name of Jesus for the power of God to invade their love. And, Lord, where time and schedules and children and affairs of life and all kinds of work has taken them and made them, Lord, so estranged from one another, I pray that you unite them together and bond them together in this moment. God, like never before, their mates are not here. I pray the same prayer in the name of Jesus. I just pray for miracles in homes. Lord, they may have a great marriage. I pray it'll be even better. I pray it'll be awesome. That we'll try to get their attention, and we can't even get their attention because they're looking at one another. I pray, God, for a romantic love among married men and women in this place. And I pray in the name of Jesus. And I give you honor for it, Lord. I'm believing you for big things. And I'm not going to fail to ask you because, Lord, I have come this far to see and to know you are a God who answers prayer. I praise you for that, Jesus. And I give you honor. And everybody together said amen. Amen. Give the Lord praise tonight. Give him praise. Okay, as you know, as we're leaving tonight, I want you to know there's all kinds of construction going on out there. And a lot of folks on Sunday morning, I didn't say this yet this morning, I needed to, but we'll get it next Sunday. They're going to be closing off some of this parking lot, as you can imagine, because they're actually going to dig all that parking lot up. And they're going to put a building out there, and they'll put new parking spaces. But in the meantime, how many of you know it's going to be a little frustrating for a little while? They're going to be tarping off this part of our lobby and all of the classrooms on this side. They're going to not be usable anymore because they're tearing them down. Putting in a brand new annex lobby right out here. It's going to be beautiful. You can stop by and get you a coffee after church and have a croissant. I'll meet you out there. Just don't bring in the sanctuary. Oh, somebody. But we're going to be doing the construction and we're going to have all this tour part. And there's going to be, you'll have ushers out next Sunday. They're going to be directing traffic on how you can park. We're going to park totally different. All the lines out there, you're going to have to ignore them and just follow an usher. Because we're going to try to make the most out of the space we have. And that means those lines that are already faded anyway are not real. So what's real is an usher. Say, ushers are real. Okay. Spread that word around to people. And, and if you would, say a prayer for me. I'm going to go away for a few days getting on an airplane tomorrow morning. I'm going to take a few days of rest. How many say it's okay if the pastor takes a rest for a few days? I'm going to do that. So I want you to pray for me. Uh, I was heading straight into a hurricane, but, you know, I'm just bold and egotistical enough because I said, God, please stop that hurricane. And today, it disappeared. So I don't know. I mean, maybe you say it's a coincidence, but me and God, we got our own thing going, so. I love him with all my heart. And how many of you know he does answer prayers? He does. But I'm going to go away for a few days. So if you need anybody, uh, call Cameron. 
<laughs> call Richard. <laughs> call Gary. Gary. Call Gary. Gary will, Gary will be there. No, I, I appreciate these guys. They always step up, and they'll be a part of the pastoral staff this week while I'm gone. And uh, I appreciate them and love them very much. So God bless you. Have a great week. And uh, I pray for you. You pray for me. God bless you. One more thing. All of you that have an Instagram, a Twitter, or a Facebook, would you just go on Facebook and tell everybody you know that they missed an awesome mix service tonight? That John Henderson was here and he brought the house down and Pastor Ray wore an orange shirt and it was really cool. Tell everybody you know. Post away. I want to see lots of posts. It's